This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the October 5th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Last night, I attended a gathering to protest against domestic violence. Technically, it was a concert by the Chicks, formerly called the Dixie Chicks, but the song that brought the house down with, was the legendary Goodbye Girl. It is a song about two friends named Marianne and Wanda who were friends through their high school days. They were both members of the 4-H club, both active in the FHA. Okay, I tried to be funny by using the opening lyrics of the song. Anyway, Wanda married a Neanderthal named Earl who starts beating on her. Eventually, Marianne and Wanda decide that Earl had to die. I used to sing this with my daughters as they were growing up, a good way to make sure they understood that they did not have to put up with crap from any guy. Maybe we will sing it sometime for their husbands. Their husbands are great guys and I have no concerns. Still, good to have standards. Anyway, it was a good time, but the chicks seemed to have gone hardcore liberal. Kind of odd that they could have uh, images suggesting they were in favor of gun control while rocking a song that said Earl had to die. On to the quick hitters. Elon Musk asked the judge in his lawsuit against Twitter if he can go ahead with the deal to buy Twitter at the original price. An upcoming deposition on his trial with Twitter might have been a factor in his decision, but who knows. Media members seem concerned that a less liberal Twitter might influence politics. Yeah, I don't think to, I need to mention the blatant of hypocrisy of that concern, so I won't. But I just did. Ukraine continues to recover territory in its battle with Russia. Great for them, but I hope Ukraine does not overextend their supply lines or create a situation where Putin decides to be crazy. New United Kingdom Prime Minister Liz Truss seems to have gone full Margaret Thatcher with conservative economic policies, and that may be a bit much for some in her party. I hope they do not have another crisis in leadership. I can't keep up with Trump and his lawsuits and his appeals. At his age, he ought to golf and enjoy retirement. Country music icon Loretta Lynn is dead at 90. The United States federal government debt now exceeds $31 trillion. I am trouble, I'm having trouble handling the math in my head, but believe each of us owes $100,000 in federal debt. That includes a newborn baby. And it does not include unfunded government liabilities. Herschel Walker's Georgia Senate candidacy seems a mess, but he might still win, though I think odds favor his opponent. We all have electronics with various charging points. Ports. By 2024 in Europe, the only charging point allowed for phones and tablets will be USB-C. I assume U.S. products will follow suit. Maybe not by law, but by design for compatibility. Moving on. I have a good time doing this podcast most mornings. Sometimes it's a chore because I am traveling or busy, like this morning. Occasionally, there are issues that just get my goat. Piss me off. The fake made-up uproar over the Georgia voting law was one of them. Facts don't matter. We just want to have our little crisis. I actually read the Georgia voting bill. It has been a while, so I can't quote chapter and verse, but it seemed fair to me. And an improvement. And allegedly better than voting laws 
uh, law bills into Delaware, New York, and other states. Why Major League Baseball thought they had to move the profitable All-Star game from 50% Black Atlanta to Lily White Denver was beyond me. Well, where does that one stand? The U.S. Department of Justice filed a lawsuit against Georgia over this bill. After 15 months, the DOJ is pretty quiet on the bill. Most view it as a weak lawsuit. It is tough to claim voter suppression when voting is up significantly, including in black neighborhoods. And the judge over the case declined to make any temporary changes. Jonathan Turley reviews a separate related lawsuit in his essay titled, Jim Eagle has landed, a federal court declares Georgia election law entirely constitutional. The title pretty much sums it up, though he had to explain to me what Jim Eagle referenced. Biden somehow used Jim Eagle to label the bill that Biden declared was Jim Crow on steroids. I do wonder if Biden had read the bill or just listened to the liberal news. A group affiliated with Democratic gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams had sued Georgia over their voting laws and loss. Soundly. Sounded like a slapdown from the judge. I'm wondering if the gobbledygook media will cover the loss or just move on to the next bullshit claim they manufacture. Yeah, I'm feeling partisan and pissy this morning. This next one is a small story. But sometimes I think small stories tell us a lot. It is the story of what seems like a legendary organic chemistry professor by the name of Maitland Jones Jr., who retired from Princeton and was teaching at New York University. The link New York Times article was written by Stephanie Saul and is titled, at, New York, at NYU, Students Were Failing Organic Chemistry, Who Was to Blame? Students filed a petition saying the course was too hard and he was mean. The university fired the professor. Technically, maybe the university just did not renew his annual contract. Who is writing this small story? I don't know. What got me about the story is it sounds like there is agreement that the organic chemistry course had already been made easier. Standards may have been lowered, but not enough for some, and this is a critical course for those who want to go to med school. I read critical course as it is critical that the students understand the material. It seems the students read it as critical that they pass the course whether or not they understand the material. I'm not sure that is the attitude I want in my future doctors. I took organic chemistry and it was not my finest hour. I did pass. On one question I had to synthesize a molecule from some base molecules and was stumped. I had no idea. Usually a student would write a bunch of formulas down hoping to get partial credit. I literally wrote, quote, no idea. I'm not even going to try to bullshit you on this one, end quote. He gave me a single point saying he appreciated that I did not make him try to discern if I was on the right track. I think the article is worth a read and you can draw your own conclusion. My read is I don't think we are going... We are doing a great job holding standards high and saying no to bullshit. Thank you for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.